With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Kelly Nash. Good morning. It's tomorrow's show today. Today is Thursday, the 27th of July. Tomorrow is, thank God, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Now, when does short week begin? Because I don't have that noted on my personal calendar in my phone. Like, when like, oh, When does it begin? It began um, last uh, Monday, right? Or Sunday. Okay. I know we used to see so the, we're shark in the middle week of TV shark week. specials. Yeah, we're in the middle of Shark Week okay. right now. And according to this story, Shark Week is killing sharks. What? The fact that Americans have become so obsessed with Shark Week, 27 million viewers for the Discovery Channel annually watch Shark Week, that apparently, according to this scientist take, um, we're trying to go out there and play with the sharks and touch the sharks and film the sharks, and and we're we're killing the sharks. I watched the television show, and it inspired me to go play with sharks. Yeah, this guy, this this, this scientist (laughs) is saying we got to take Shark Week off of television. Oh my God! You're putting you're putting sharks at great risk. Look, I saw Finding Nemo, and the sharks in that were fun and funny. I thought, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to go play with sharks. I see guys on these specials where they're you know they're all suited up and they're feeding fish to sharks and stuff. But I'm not going to go stick my hand out there. Just because you're not going to do it doesn't mean that there's not morons out there doing it. Yeah, well, I won't even hold an apple for a horse to take a bite. Because you could lose a finger that way. I try to keep my distance from most animals. Now, Andy likes to go out to your door and put his hands all over the animals' faces. I'm not doing that. I know he does post about that on Facebook a lot. Yes. But, no, I... I uh... Anyway, but we've had uh, 201 episodes... Excuse me, 273 episodes of Shark Week have been aired so far. Now, I did hear under the auspices of global warming that we've had more shark attacks this year, and even counting in particular those off the coast of South Carolina than we've had in like a decade or something. Well, what I was going to say is there's 273 episodes have aired of Shark Week. That's 273 hours. Uh, The average person who's a shark viewer, apparently, Uh according to this research, 201 hours of Shark Week have been consumed. Wow. They can't get enough of it. They just sit in front of their TV for days and watch Shark Week. They take weeks off from work. They're obsessed with sharks now. Now, I didn't know that we were in our third decade of Shark Week. I didn't either. It's been around that long. Um, and so, according to this, people shouldn't be afraid of sharks because there's only about a dozen species of the 300 species of sharks that have ag- ever attacked anybody. I got you. So I shouldn't be afraid of snakes, but I am. <laughs> Because it's only they don't like, have snake week, do they? There's only no. Why not? There's really? only four venomous snakes indigenous to the state of South Carolina. There's only four. Yeah. And and what are they? Excuse me. Four. Heads? Yeah. Four poisonous indigenous okay. snakes. Oh, four poisonous. Yeah. Snakes. Sorry. Copperheads, water moccasins, Highland 
moccasins and rattlers. If I got that right. So, I'm doing that from memory. So the other snakes are not poisonous? No. Unless it was like an escaped from somebody's house. E- exactly. No, yeah, the, the, the ones that are not indigenous, I don't know who's bringing what into here, but don't be bringing those into here. Mm. That should I, be our welcome to South Carolina sign. Don't bring those poisonous snakes into here. Stop bringing us things we don't want. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, hot take, Shark Week is killing sharks. Should we cancel it? Agree, disagree? What say you? Um, you have time. You can think about okay, it. Okay, I'll think about it. Take the night. Maybe watch a couple episodes. Of, I've only caught Week. like three sharks ever when I was fishing. Okay. I That's... did catch a blacktail shark. Somebody had to tell me what it was because I'm not a big saltwater fisherman. Yeah. I immediately Google searched from the pier recipes for for black tip shark. Okay. And sure enough, I found like five or six recipes. So I'm like, okay, it's edible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll, it's dead. So we're not going to just throw it back for the crabs. We'll slice it up right here on the pier and take the steaks home. And they were okay, not great, but it could have been I'm, I'm not a great shark steak cooker. I don't mm. know. Uh, the rest of them are like sand sharks and stuff like that. So those are, you throw them back. Yeah. They won't hurt anybody. Well, um, you're not afraid of the sharks. Some people are afraid of the sharks. Other people are, have no fear of the sharks. And all of that is combining, apparently, according to this scientist, to kill sharks. Some people gotcha. are overreacting and mm-hmm. killing sharks. Other people are not afraid of the sharks and disrupting them. And that's. Now, we, do we have a special this week in Shark Week about the cocaine sharks? Because those seem like they could be very vicious. I don't think they had time to film that because the really cocaine shark up. thing started trending like just a few weeks ago. Yeah. So they haven't had an opportunity. I'm sure that'll be big next year. <laughs> It'll be huge. Um, what else do we got going on here, uh, Jonathan? We can talk about uh, the unserious generational curses. If you're a Christian, you understand that the Bible talks about generational curses and uh, certain things you need to do to try to break those generational curses. But there's also what uh, Taylor Drayton, a woman uh, who posted on Facebook, calls unserious generational curses. For example, uh, she says that her generation curse was that her parents would never allow anyone to open up more than one box of cereal at a time. We don't get another box until we finish this box. She has now broken that curse. (laughs) She says, we have three or four open boxes at my house. Um, That does lead to wasted cereal, I'll tell you that. Because everybody assumes because it's already been open. It's already been open 10 minutes, but they don't know that because they didn't know who opened it last. Now you got stale cereal sitting on top of the refrigerator or in the cabinet. I haven't had cereal in years, but if you have like a box of Raisin Bran and a box of, I don't know what else is Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles, and then you got a box of the the the, the Cookie Monster or whatever sure. it's called, and you you feel like having Cookie Monster, but it's not open. You're telling me I can't have the Cookie Monster? We got to eat all the Life cereal first. Yeah, that's what. The, apparently, that's the way some parents ran their house. This lady says um, we actually used the dishwasher in my house. Apparently, when she grew up. <laughs> You're the dishwasher, but in my house, we're going to go ahead and use the dishwasher. My son can drink uh, before, during, and after his meal, and he doesn't have to clean his plate. Generational curse broken. Eat whatever you want, throw the rest away. Yeah, having to finish your plate. Now, I always finished my plate when I was a kid because I was always hungry. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, now that you're an adult, what's the old saying? It either goes to waste, W-A-S-T-E or W-A-I-S-T. Yeah. If you want to push away from the plate, keep it from going to your waste. I like this one. We buy buns. We don't use sandwich bread for our hamburgers and hot dogs. I, I definitely remember using bread for my hamburger. I mean, I prefer it, but if I got, you know, if we're running low on buns, I'll I'll take a piece of loaf bread in a minute make a hot dog out of it. This girl said, uh, I let my kids be grumpy in the mornings because I'm not nice when I wake up either. And Ooh. I was tired of my parents trying to tell me I had to be nice in the morning. Generational curse. I don't niceness. remember my parents ever saying you got to be nice in the morning. I just remember you get your butt whipped in the afternoon if you cop an attitude. Ooh. So the morning certainly was covered under that rule as well. <laughs> praise you, praise you, all little children. So what did you break? Your parents tried to enforce it. Maybe their parents enforced it on them, and you said, no, sir. We're moving on. This is a generational curse. We're not going to be subject to it. Um, here's one I think that gets on my dad's nerves. He's never expressed it. If you eat a piece of chicken on the bone, on the bone, you got to eat that chicken down to the bone. Oh, you don't just leave the meat. No, no. But my dad was raised just after the Great Depression, so... (laughs) Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You didn't let chicken go to waste. He didn't have a lot of chicken bones to, to suck on. <laughs> right. He needed many more of those during the Depression. <laughs> Sucking on chicken bones. That's so gross. John Mellencamp's sucking on chili dogs. He's sucking on chicken bones. Uh, was he sucking on the chili dog? That's what he says. Okay. Sucking on chili dogs outside the Tasty Freeze. I didn't think that was him doing that. Uh, I thought um, it was Diane. No, no, no. She He had his hands between her knees. Um, <laughs> according to doctors, this or cos, excuse me, dentists. I guess dentists are doctors. Sure. They say we have a big problem amongst young people. It's called vapor tongue. And apparently the vapor tongue is quickly rising throughout the country because of the popularity of disposable vapes, which come in ridiculous flavors, according to Dr. Stuart Oh, It causes a massive increase in nicotine and a really, really dry mouth that will cause you to lose sense of taste completely. Oh, my gosh. Vape tongue. Vape tongue. Yes. I get that stands to reason. I guess. He's a doctor. I'm not. Yep. And he says uh, in his video, um, two and a half million middle and high school students are using vapes right now. I've never used a vape, um, but I, I still haven't gotten my taste fully back or my smell since COVID. I'm yeah. smelling the little... Essent oils. Mm. I got to remember. I I haven't been on that kick in a while. I need to go back to that. It's supposed to retrain your senses. But I don't know if you can retrain your taste buds. 
According to the research he's putting out here, uh, vaping also leads to diabetes. Wow. And also because of the dry mouth, you also get dehydrated. So you're dehydrated, you've got the diabetes. And doesn't that affect your teeth as well? Oh, I'm sure it will. Does he even talk about that? He might not even get into that part. And he's a dentist. You would have thought that if that were a case or prevalent, he'd be mentioning that. Um, so, so I always thought that crackheads had a problem with their teeth because of the dehydration. Someone told me that they, it would dehydrate your gum or something. I, yeah, I heard something about it sucked the nutrients out of your mouth. Yes, but then, then somebody explained to me it's the heat that comes off the crack pipe. Let's that see. affects your teeth. That's why uh, Hunter Biden had to get all of his teeth replaced. Meth teeth. <laughs> Just look that right up. Yeah. It pops right up there for you. Meth mouth. Teeth of people addicted to methamphetamines <clears throat> are characterized by blackened, stained, rotting, crumbling, falling apart teeth. According to the Journal of the American Dental Association, a meth mouth is characterized by severe tooth decay, gum disease, uh, which will cause your teeth to break or fall out. An examination of the mouths of 571 methamphetamine users showed 96% had cavities, 58% had untreated tooth decay, 31% had missing teeth. Um, and short-term meth causes, okay, well, why, why does it come out? It doesn't say. Because couldn't you also be on meth and not smoke it? You'd think. I don't know. It has a bunch of other problems. If you're thinking of just fooling around with meth, I can tell you that it says here, don't do that. Don't uh, fool around with it? i tell you oh, how you touch it. You don't touch it. A regular heartbeat, high blood pressure, stroke, violent behavior, anxiety, confusion, paranoia, hallucinations. Uh, it can also negatively affect your ability to learn long-term. Really? <laughs> you're saying that meth heads don't normally go on to have long-term learning careers? Well... There you go. Wow. That's our fun fact of the day. There's our fun fact. Thank you, Kelly. And I don't know what's going on with this story. This is going to be, I think, the story that gets everybody's attention today. An Arizona girl who disappeared in the middle of the night, just days before her 15th birthday, walked into a police station yesterday. Elisa Navarro celebrating her 19th birthday, walked into a police department in a tiny Montana town 40 miles from the Canadian border, identified herself as the girl who's been missing since September of 2019. Uh, Glendale police uh, put out a communication. Elisa Navarro has been located. She is safe. She is healthy. And she is, by all accounts, happy. Her parents were asleep. They found a handwritten note saying, I've run away. I will be back. I swear I'm sorry. That's what she wrote in 2019. They've never heard about her ever again until today. Where's she been? Who's she been with? We don't know. Not really. Was she hanging out the girl from Alabama who saw the toddler on the road? Well, then I'll see now that girl from Alabama, she's in trouble because she told the police that she saw something different and made it appear like she was kidnapped. This girl at least wrote a note, said, I'm taking off. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to go for a walkabout, as they call it in Australia. Um, Because of her age, she can remain in Montana and come and go as she pleases. She doesn't have to answer to law enforcement for the last four years. No questions. Um, According to the Glendale Police Department, we can't even imagine what she's gone through mentally, emotionally. Uh, being on the road since you were 14, 
Uh, what did she do to survive? Nobody. It's an interesting story there. Yes. I think I'd see that movie. I'm I'm waiting for who gets the interview. I think I'd see that movie. Who do you think is going to land it? Is it going to be a big name gets the interview with her at some point? Because they're going to pay her a lot of money for sure. this interview. Oh, yeah. Her phone is ringing off the hook. She was a cute little, well, actually, she's not so cute here. She was cute in this, I guess, official class photo, but here she is standing. Oh, my God. Is that her in the police station? She doesn't look like she's grown since she was 14, and she does, And she. does. they said by all accounts she's happy. She don't look happy in this photo. Uh-oh. She looks like a... It looks like a little demon in this photo. Malnourished? No. Just ticked off at the world. And I can't see what her shirt says. I think it says spookle instead of sparkle. Okay. Like maybe she's into witchcraft or something now. Oh, my. All right. Well, that will be an interesting story. But you're right. There'll be a bunch of people knocking on her door. Absolutely. Let me throw some money in your face. Hmm. So that, that'll have people talking today. I don't know what we talk about tomorrow regarding that. I just saw that story this morning. I said, I know a lot of people are going to be talking about this girl. Where you been for the last four years? Did you ever threaten to run away from home? I Did didn't. I, my parents told me that when I was a little kid, um, like three or four, yeah. I said I was running away. Uh-huh. And uh, I grabbed my teddy bear. Yeah. And I apparently <laughs> walked. Like to the end of the street or something, right. and then I—I I guess I got scared. And then I turned around, and came back, <laughs> made it a block. Yeah, I have never thought. I never had the thought I'm gonna run away from home. Uh, I used to think about it, you know, as a kid. Like when your when your parents are disciplining you and you're grounded and you're whatever they're doing, they spanked you and you're upset about it, and you're like, you know, it's like that. Maybe you never had this thought either. It's one of those things where it's like, I wish I was dead so that they would feel horrible. I've never wished I was dead. <laughs> kind of like Ralphie wishing he would go blind. I think the most rebellious thing. Bad. That's right. I think the rebellious thing I ever did was that when I was like 17, I looked it up on a map. I'm like, I want to pick a university that's far, far away from here. And I told my parents, I want to go to the University of Texas at El Paso. That's where I'm going. UTEP. And they said, why? I said, because it is the southernmost university in these United States of America. It's right there on the border. Mm -hmm. And my dad said, have fun paying for that. So I applied at USC. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out 45 miles was far enough enough away. (laughs) Yeah, you can be a million miles from your family, even just uh, 20, 30 miles down the road. That's right. Anyway. We're going to uh, we'll have those stories and more tomorrow morning. Okay. All right. Hey, what's going on in your neighborhood we should be talking about? Did you run away from home? What did you do? You losing your teeth over there? Lost your sense of taste because you're vaping? What's happening? Ugh. Look up that vape tongue. Um, hey, and we start talking. You start talking tomorrow at 978-9267-978-WCOS.